So you grab a little bit of that crumble, grab some of that, that ganache, kind of get some of that nice little fud. Got all the fud on it. Yep. I, I had her put this way so I could. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. Find out more at the end of this episode. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. All right, let's jump into this. We have an amazing episode today, another on-site interview. So I visited Uchi in Dallas. I sat down with their new chef de cuisine, Rhonda McCooler, and we tasted a few dishes. She explained it. You know, we went over it. Um, we talked about food uh, there, sushi, the history, right? Like we just got into some stuff, great conversations. You don't really get a lot of these sort of interviews. So I, I really implore you to, uh, you know, take part in this and listen. Uh, a lot to learn, very informative, very fun. Um, and it was just great to be on location at such an amazing place. Uh, let me tell you just a little bit about Uchi. Um, it was started by Chef Tyson Cole. He's a James Beard award-winning chef. Um, and he created this beautiful concept called Uchi. Um, and it's sort of branched out into other concepts. They've got one called Uchi Co. And then one called Uchi Ba. Um, and here in Dallas specifically, Uchi, and there's an Uchi Ba right above it. This is more casual sort of uh, concept, right? Like a sister concept that's more casual. Anyway, uh, and Chef Ronda is the head chef of both of those places because they're connected. Um, so look, check the link in the description. You can make a reservation and go eat. You're going to love it, especially after seeing this, this podcast. There's video of the food and stuff. I tried a few dishes. It's absolutely mind-blowing, okay? Uh, it's by far one of the best places to eat in Dallas and Texas period, but it's also one of the best Japanese places to eat in the country. Okay, so uh, we're very lucky and fortunate to have it here in Dallas. And um, they have a few locations. There's one in Houston, there's one in Austin, they have one in Miami of all places. Um, they're killing it, they're crushing it, right? So Chef Rhonda is an amazing person. This was an amazing interview. Um, she's got a, a long career ahead of her and really excited for what she's gonna do and, and how she's gonna run this place. So um, yeah, again, check out Uchi. If you're, if you're inexperienced with sushi, it's perfect for you. Like if you've never eaten sushi before, it's a great place to go and they can teach you about it and they can sort of just you know bring you in slowly. But if you're very experienced with sushi and you go out to eat a lot, but of course, this is the place to go. You will have your mind blown. They have sushi chefs. I mean, they, they, they cater to you, you know, completely. This is a great interview. So again, first of many that we're doing on site with chefs and, and other, uh, you know, Texans doing amazing things. So sit back, enjoy. It's going to be an amazing episode. A lot of food. If you're listening, no problem. But this is one of those ones I implore you to watch. So check it out on YouTube because uh, you can see the food, see us sit at the table. It's just a, a you know, really great uh, interview. So, and if you hear other stuff in the background of the audio, just know that's what we're doing. We're there on location. So you might hear some prep going on, knives, this and that, air vents. I don't know, you know, uh, just, just be aware that that's the reason, okay? We want to be in the belly of the beast. 
you can literally feel the blood, sweat, and tears. I'm telling you there. It, you really can. There's something different, an aura, an energy about being on location there. So, um, all right. So sit back, enjoy Chef Rhonda McCooler with Uchi and Uchiba, Chef de Cuisine. Um, uh, real quick, quick word from our sponsor before we get going, Texas Real Food, because we got to keep the mics on, okay? And then we'll be right back. Hi, I wanted to talk to you about other things that are on the Texas Real Food site that are just as amazing as putting in your zip code, finding the best place around you that's serving, you know, all natural, fresh, organic ingredients, all right? There's resources on there. Reviews, blogs, articles, and most importantly, Texas Real Food recipes. So you can find things on there that really aren't on any other site. I promise you that and stuff that's pretty standard but we give it a twist right that's the chef way something familiar with a twist so we've got for instance cinnamon spiced hot cross buns you can also find a great texas strawberry cheesecake recipe just amazing stuff so please check it out at texasrealfood.com all right back to the show all right we're back before we get to the interview, I got to explain our social media. Please uh, follow us, like us. We're growing slowly, but we really appreciate all the support. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. It's where we run the most, uh, really ought only there. Um, Lone Star Plate TX, or just search the Lone Star Plate. We're constantly putting up clips and this and that and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So, um, and of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and the notifications so you can be notified of all the great videos we put out every week. And we put a lot of cl uh, the clips on YouTube, right, to, to break down the episode. If you don't have time to watch the whole thing, you can just, you know, watch the clips. So we really appreciate it. YouTube's grown, you know, great for us as well. Honestly, it's probably where we have the most engagement. So thank you so much. I mean that. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Let's get to this interview, guys. Chef Rhonda McCooler with uh, Uchi. And uh, Uchiba, she is the chef de cuisine, or head chef, that's all that means, right? Um, fancy words. Okay, let's get to this, guys. Great interview, hope you enjoy. Uh, oh, gosh, how could I forget this? Don't, real quick, I'm so sorry. Don't forget, we have an event coming up October 28th, okay? Dallas uh, Comedy Club called Hyenas. It's off of Mockingbird, really easy to look up. It's uh, 8 to 10 p.m. It's, th it's this Thursday, okay, the 28th. Doors open at 7. We got a comedian performing first, and then we jump right into the podcast slash uh, trivia game that we're playing, trivia tournament. So it's service industry. So if you've worked in the service industry, if you work in the service industry currently, or you just want to support the service industry, come to this event. We're giving away a lot of prizes and cash and gifts, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. So please, I implore you, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell strangers, bring your ass there. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, let's jump to this interview. Okay, Chef Ronda McCooler with uh, Uchi and Uchi Badala, Chef de Cuisine. Enjoy. Look at that perfect timing. Look at me. What is this? Oh, bring it up here. Bring it up here yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh. No, no sweat at all. Wow. What is this? Okay, Chef Rhonda. You know what? Chef Rhonda, how do we say your last name? McCuller. McCuller. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. I didn't know yeah. you gave it some extra. No, no. No, no, no extra know. flair in it. Okay. It's just McCuller. <laughs> <laughs> I speak Spanish too, so every time I see two two L's, I think uh -huh. a Y sound. Ah, uh, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All the time. yeah. Okay, well, what is this amazingly uh, beautiful dish here? So this is our this is our Madai crudo. 
this is a dish that's like super, 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 super special on our menu, uh, mainly because um, our head sushi chef, uh, Paul Sama, he created this dish uh, in a mind frame of doing something special for his wife uh, on their anniversary. And so her favorite, they went to Japanese um, flower garden and found one of her favorite flowers. And he basically created this, this dish from that inspiration wow. and um, created a Maidai Kudo uh, that resembles a flower. And so that's basically what you have. Uh, you have Japanese sea green, Asian pear, onion dew, daikon roshi, miyoga, and uh, chive. And so it's supposed to resemble um, flowers. Um, Maidai is a a fish that people typically eat um, in celebration. And so it, it kind of wow. like coincided with uh, what he, what his inspiration was for this dish. And so it's one of our, our, our fan favorites. Um, wow. Isn't it amazing how there's so much story in just one dish? Just one dish. Yes. Right. Like, um, and, and you can taste this, you can taste the, like the back, the backstory in the dish. It's so delicious. Um, and you can taste all the what love a great you line put that into is. it. You can taste the backstory in the dish. That's mm. such a great. We're quoting you on that. Oh man, that's a great quote. Thank you. Okay, so uh, that's my favorite part. First of all, breaking the sushi sticks. Breaking the stick. Right. <clears throat> is there? What's the protocol for for sushi? Uh, this is I, I I sort of right. Is it just you move one at a time? Yeah, you move like the top one. Okay. Um, you kind of hold it like a pencil is what I normally yeah. do, and this one's kind of stationary. And then exactly. you use that to uh, okay. to. Okay. To kind of what, grab that what, piece. Uh, what am I doing here? Um, so you're going to grab a, a piece of my dye here. Okay, a little bit of my dye. Now I'm already struggling. That Asian pear. Then grab your my dye. Kind of dip it into that sauce so you get a little bit of that. And so here at Uchi, you know, our, our main thing is just making sure that we have a perfect bite in every everything that we eat or everything that we present. And so um, kind of created that for you. And so you kind of roll it up and then enjoy it. Okay. Um, um, I'm a little struggling, but I got That's this. That's okay. There you go. Oh my. See, look at that deliciousness. What do you think mm. about that? Mm. The acidity of the sauce, the sweetness of the Asian pear, then that, that bitterness of the daikon, it kind of all just works together and makes like a little party in your mouth. Oh my gosh. Just a little bit of daikon too at the end, a little crunchy, it gets, absorbs everything, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, there is a story. Uh, there, there's, you can th taste there's three acts. Yeah, three. Yeah, I can go. taste it. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, really that's uh, absolutely mind blowing. Um, mm -hmm. To be honest with you, so that type of fish is a celebratory fish. I never yes. heard that before. I never yeah, um, when when he was describing the dish, and it was news to me, um, and so he told me he's like, yeah, this is a di this is a type of fish that in Japanese that or Japan that people uh, use um, as far as ce celebratory. So like here, people like celebrate let's go get some t-bones over there they're like <laughs> yeah. let's get this fish yes right, let's okay. get some money because because basically of the texture and how how um how it feels in your mouth and how delicious it is i would assume that that's what it is i mean for sure that there's definitely a lot of fireworks going on mm -hmm. for me uh for sure okay so um just you know i love that we started with this dish it's a mm -hmm. great great way to get going um okay chef so you were just named right chef de cuisine here at, at yes. uchi and for uchiba sure right for mm -hmm. both and Let's, I guess, explain, what does Uchi mean, first of all? Uchi means home. Home. Okay. Mm hmm And so it kind of describes what this place is for everybody yeah. that works here. So That's awesome. Yeah. What a great, 
What a great name. I can't great believe I didn't knew that. And I lived in Austin for a long time. Mm-hmm. I used to go mm-hmm. eat at the, uh, the at OG. Uh, yeah, OG. yeah. We call, it, we call it proper. It's our, oh, it's our home store. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's okay. The, the people that eat there in Austin, we just call it OG. Yeah, OG. Us. Okay. The OG. Uh, OG. The OG okay. Uchi. Um, <laughs> I had my food truck right down the street, so we would oh, nice. head up every once in a while. Um, there, it's off uh, South Lamar. Um, okay, so what, what does sushi mean? Like... What does that mean, sushi? Like, you know, people have, first of all, there's a lot of people that are intimidated to mm-hmm. go eat sushi, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, what does that mean? That, so, the, yeah, let's just, I guess where, my where do you interpretation take of what, what I would say sushi is, I think a lot of people are, like, under the impression that sushi is just raw fish. Um, or it's Correct. Just, that it's just, is what people think. Yeah, it's just, like, raw fish on, just bland fish, just on, <laughs> on a plate, and then that's it. Yeah. Um, for us, I feel like uh, sushi, to take it in a sushi realm and what, what that really means is just like something that is super, super delicate that we're creating a, a mouthfeel that is like going to be memorable for anyone that even if you do not like fish or raw fish. And yes. so um, okay. while you're saying all this, I'm please enjoy. Here, yes, please. I'm sorry. Um, and, you know, as well as the fact that, uh, you know, sushi can be ser- served in nigiri style. Uh, that's that's a slice of fish that's um, over rice. Um, which is a little bit more approachable for people who are very new to, um, to having sushi. Sort of mm-hmm. yeah. It helps kind of ha- like serve as that barrier of like, yeah. oh, I'm eating raw fish, but here's this rice that I'm very familiar <laughs> with. You know, totally. um, and funny. I think the best thing and the most the major thing to note about sushi is the freshness of the fish. Um, we we source our fish from the uh, the Japanese market, and so it's definitely something that is very dear to to us as far as when we're serving, sure. um, just based on the fact that we're getting fresh quality fish, um, the best quality fish that we can serve. Um, with starts that. there. And, yeah, it starts there. Um, if, you have, if you have sushi that's, that's not the best quality, then that's how, I think that's where most people get their dislike. Um, they're having So fish. maybe they're doing all the technique, this, that, the other, but it doesn't matter if the, you start with a bad fish. Yes, the quality of the fish is just, you know, not everything. there. Yeah, yeah, and so it's, it's, everything, it's everything as far as like approachable uhness of of eating raw fish for anyone that hasn't done it before and so for me it's just quality of fish um the sustainability of that fish and how yeah. how we're how we're presenting it and serving it do you think uchi is a great place to come if you've never had sushi before definitely i think so for me for multiple reasons um for our nigiri pieces um mainly our mata it's, it's the same fish that you have here um but it's so flavorful and so um memorable that when you have it, it's, you, you forget that you're eating raw fish. And I think that, I like that. that you know, that mindset of trying to get past, um, you know, I'm eating raw fish. Once, once people let that go and actually, you know, allow themselves to taste what they're having, um, you know, they're, they're hooked at that point, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's great. And if you're an experienced sushi eater, if that mm-hmm. exists, or I don't know if people say that. Uh, oh, there, there are. Is that, is that the term? I don't know what uh, people say. Like, Yeah, I'm not really sure what you... <laughs> you know, like, we'll, we'll I eat sushi all the time. I know what's going on. You know, yeah, people be like, like, come with me. Yeah, or, like, I you know, know what's up. I know how to yeah, do everything, yeah. you know. Um, it, this is definitely the place to go, right? Sure. I mean, for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's great that no matter mm-hmm. what level you are, mm-hmm. right, th- this yeah. is a, a good Anyone that's, like, well-versed in it, anyone that's had a lot of sushi, they can come here and see that we have a high quality of fish. Um, a, a nice variety of fish. Yeah. Um, and then our yukumi is something, that's like the seasoning that you put on, on the nigiri piece or any other sashimi. Um, it is, it very, it complements the um, actual fish. It doesn't like overpower it or anything sure. like that. It complements sure. it and it makes it super, super delicious. Why can, why can you eat raw fish? 
Why can you? Yeah. Why, um, why, why is that okay? I mean, I know. I'm just saying for, for people listening, like, they don't, they think that's a, like, it's bad for me. Mm-hmm. Right, so regardless of you saying, well, I'm going to do it this way. Well, the way, technically, the way that it's processed and the way that it's handled um, allows you to be able to have it and consume it without being sick. Uh, we process it in a very clean way so that there's not any parasites or anything like that, bacteria or anything yeah. that's forming. Um, that should be your real true concern whenever you're thinking about eating fish. Um, and so we take, you know, high standard in, um, first of all, sourcing high quality fish. For sure. Because um, that right there, the way that the fish is caught and processed before it comes to you, that is super, super important. And if you're getting low quality fish, then yeah. that's probably a low quality fisherman that's catching that fish. So therefore, you know, there's some things that are being missed. Um, cutting so corners. Cutting corners, you know. Sure. Trying to, you know, make the biggest bang for this buck. Yeah. All those things that we all know that happens in that type of, of market. And so um, as long as you're focused on quality like we are here, uh, you should be very comfortable with having it because um, because of the process. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, right? Like, I mean, coming to a place like this, you're going to probably a lot of people aren't even going to think that, right? It's like, no, they got it here. Right. Other places, you had a shopping center, you, you, you see Kroger. a little sushi place. Yeah, Crow, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm, I don't know. Look, I lived in Austin a long time. I wouldn't get the H-E-B sushi sometimes. Yeah, see, H-E-B so I don't is know. a different level. But yeah, H-E-B yeah. is another yeah, life yeah, that people up here don't know about. Yeah, it's associated Dallas. with Central Market, which is yes. uh, which also is like, you know, it's, it's the top tier of the um the, the uh, supermarket. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. So, um, you know, if you had a choice, I definitely think that H-E-B or, you know, Central Market would be the place for sure. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was sushi's just getting so popular. Mm-hmm. People are mm-hmm. becoming more more accustomed to it, and, and what's happening. Um, you know, what what did you know about sushi like before you came around? I didn't know Nothing. very much at all. No? Okay, mm-hmm. so you didn't grow up eating sushi? Not like, at all. Okay, nope. Right I was um, nope. <laughs> My mom didn't didn't really deal with it. Like I was not exposed to it at all. Yeah. Um, you know, I was an adventurous adventurous eater, uh, and I would I tried everything whenever sure. I first. Uh, was hired on. Um, it's funny thing that I was I was vegan actually whenever I first hi- was hired here, and wow. so when I did my stage, uh, they were like they started just bringing me out plates, and um, I was just sitting there like, okay, I don't know if I could tell them that I'm vegan, so oh, no. I'm gonna just go. It's a big part of being a chef, right? Tasting. Yeah, so, so you can't come tough. into a, a place and say uh, I'm vegan. I don't want to taste any of your food, actually. <laughs> you know, uh, and so I allowed myself to just um, experience it, um, wow. just based on the fact that it, I'd never experienced it before. Sure. And I was blown away. I was blown away from, from when I was first introduced to it. And then when I actually got to sit down and have my stodge meal, it just blew me away. And I was like, wow. yeah, this is where I want to be. Wow, that's awesome. Wow, mm-hmm. what a great... You know what I love about um, Chef Tyson, the way he runs his kitchens, is so many people stay here. Yeah. They work... At, he He hires within and he promotes within and... I think that creates an environment that makes you want to stay because, you know, well, if I stay, there's it's a home. It's like your family. For, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew uh, Alex Estranti, mm-hmm. who used to work here for yeah. many years. I worked with him at uh, Stephen Piles. Oh, nice. And uh, I remember when he came here, it was a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. he was super excited. He mm-hmm. was just so ready. And yeah, it was it's just great to see that that happens because yes. there are restaurants that that doesn't happen. Immediately hiring out a chef. Mm-hmm. From somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. To bring that menu to do mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And that's can be very um you know take a little bit of your motivation away if you're on the line if you're sue if you're mm-hmm. it's like, what, mm-hmm. what am i what, what, yeah what, what am, am i working to? yeah what yeah. am i working to here yeah. you know so and also it could yeah. be it can go like a it can be a real strain on your culture uh one sure. big thing about uchi that i really really love is the culture yes. um and that's why i think um chef tyson really you know is very strong and 
and very holds dear, like uh, promoting from within. That's it's awesome. because that when you're here, you're gonna learn and you're gonna you're gonna be a part of the culture because essentially you are the culture. Because if not, then you you wouldn't be employed here after a yeah. while because you know you're gonna stick out. Like sure. everyone here basically embodies all of the culture, not all, but a majority of the culture um, core values. That's and awesome. so um, because of that, like we, we promote from within and. You know, speaking on um, Chef Alex, he was one that I, I started in Open Dallas um, as a line cook, and he was the one of the opening chefs um, yeah. on the on. He was a sous chef, and he was one of the, on the team, and so he was super, super impactful in my in my culinary career here, oh, and, wow. uh, my growth here. Um, awesome. You know, shout out to Chef Alex for sure, yes, shout out, uh, <laughs> because he definitely had a, a, a major part in like uh, my growth here um, as a as a chef and on the line, and you know how he br- you know brought me in and taught me things and. You know, just showed me the way. And so he's it was very really... much like that. He was like mm-hmm. that at Stephen Piles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to have a great time on Sundays. We would work Sundays together. I worked front of house, mm-hmm. so I would manage front of house. He was at back of house, and mm-hmm. Sundays was like nobody's in, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were just holed up mm-hmm. the whole restaurant at mm-hmm. Stampede, right? Oh, yeah, down, yeah, right, right yeah. down from here. Yeah. Long, long, yeah. long time. God, that was so long yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> those were the days, Memory man. Lane. Yeah, Alex would make risotto on Sundays, yes. like family meal, you oh, know, yeah. style. Oh, I still love that. So anything mm-hmm. that guy made. Mm-hmm. Delicious, uh, right? Oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah he, had, he had his style, and I learned a lot of things from him and other chefs here. And that's, oh, that's, sure. that's one of the biggest things. That's kind of like, like be crazy, right? You're just looking around like all these rock stars just teaching yeah, stuff, you, right? Yeah, rock stars. Now uh, you're one shoot, of them I'm passing a, it down. You know, and that, that's, that, you know, and it's that home feel and that, and that uh, pass down, like you call it, like yeah. in, in a home, in your family, yeah. you know, everything, your culture, your, your, your standards, what you believe, that's all passed down, you know, from generation to generation. And that's pretty much what happens here. It's like a generational pass down. And it's that's a awesome. pass down from chef to chef to cook to uh, prep to, you know, all that. And so, you know, that's something that's really, really kept a lot of people here and me um, particularly um, just because of that, that sure. idea. Absolutely. Um, Did you ever work with Hannah Downing? Yeah. You know Hannah? Started, yeah. She, she started out with us. Okay, I mean, she yeah. was over at uh, Stephen Powell's with them. That's we're, how I know Hannah. We were on the line, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah we were Hannah. on the line. Shout out Hannah, too. I think uh, she came because of Alex. Uh, yeah, actually. for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then the really cool part about that, uh, that our team, was that we had, a, um, we were like uh, one of the only times that we had an all-ladies uh, hotline. Like, That's awesome. You know, it was... And uh, Chef Alex was there. It was uh, Chef Kyle, too. But he loved that. Come oh, on. yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but um, it was it was super impactful because it was a lot of women, and it, we were just working hard at in one of the busiest restaurants in Dallas and, and just sure. rocked it out. And so, um, you know, Chef Dino was there, Chef Junior Borges over at Meridian now. He, he was there. Um, and so just having that and having that uh, on the line at that time was like super, super, super cool. And Hannah was a big part of it. That's you know, awesome. She came in. She came in as Hannah and it's just, it was just super awesome. She's we such all, a great person. All, yeah, such a yeah. great person. Yeah. But she likes stand. She likes her, her the way. She likes standards. Oh, yeah. And it was something that, you know, was, the good, cool thing about that was like everybody had that in them. Everybody had that tenacity, that work sure. hard, that teamwork. That thing that I keep talking about, like that core values of this place, everyone had it at that point, and we were all just like, "Look at this! Look at us go, y'all! Look doing at us it. go!" So doing it, yeah. That was yeah. that. I think that's one of the memorable parts, like with Chef Alex and with us on the line, and Hannah. Yeah. You know, is that we had that all girls line, that's and awesome. it was uh, we were rocking. It. We were so busy that day, and we were just like, "Yep." That's <laughs> all we said was like, "Yep." I love you know? it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it's when it's going right, you're yeah. right. It, it it feels like feels nothing. Great. Right? It, it feels awesome. You know, it did. It's honestly what I miss about the industry the most mm-hmm. are those moments. Mm-hmm. 
and you're everything's like, clicking. Yeah, and you're in Everybody's there battling, working. and, yeah. you're and busy, it's four o'clock. Yeah, you're, you're busting. Yeah. And you look up, and it's yeah. like nine o'clock. I'm like, totally. damn. I mean, yeah. sorry, dang, what happened? No, no, you can say damn. Okay, yeah, you can say anything. It's all good. Okay, damn. It's a restaurant. Sorry, children. Let's know. But you know, I had Aaron Franklin on. He he went to town. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Every word, trust me. No, that's great. Uh, actually, bring up a great point. I wanted to talk about that, like kitchen culture, women in the kitchen. Like, mm -hmm. you know, how much have you seen that change, uh, you know, over time? I know you went to uh, you graduated from the Cordon Bleu. You mm -hmm. went to went to school. Then you worked for Marriott, right, mm -hmm. for, for a few years mm -hmm. uh, and then here. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. not, not to say not a lot of experience in other mm -hmm. kitchens and stuff. For but sure. what is great is you have been in one place to see an evolution yeah or it was yeah. that way when you came in yeah. too right yeah. i mean it, ochi's been around for a really mm -hmm. long time mm -hmm. um yeah let's talk about that like what do you think um, about it where do you see it going what do you want to see changes i don't know i mean i definitely think from when we started to right now and obviously we didn't have this many stores but yeah uh you know we didn't have a lady cdc and now we have two lady cdc's uh we have ariana also which is our pastry chef that's been you know, a part of the management team and the leadership team. When you say CDC, you mean Chef de Cuisine. Chef de Cuisine. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, sorry. Yes. But, you know, to have those, to have that now com compared to whenever we started six years ago um, shows the true growth in, in within our company. And I don't think it's ever, I never felt like, you know, any type of discrimination or anything like that sure. as a woman in the, in, in our, in our store or anything like that. Um, but, you know, the, you know, it wasn't a representation of a, a lady um, as a, um, you know, CDC. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, to see that now and for other, um, you know, lady chefs that come in, I think it's super, super impactful um, to see that in our company, we have two, three really that are in leadership. And so, awesome. you know, that is something that is, um, you know, very like specific to our, our brand. And so it's, it's super, super cool to see the evolution of it for sure. And to be a part of it, yeah. you know, to I be that, that, to be that face and to be that, um, that little bit of inspiration for somebody, I sure. think it's really, really. Well, they cool. come in right, and they're working the line of like, look at Chef Rhonda. That's mm -hmm. where I could be, right? I mean, essentially, yep. that's you know, any yep. good chef should want you to take over their position, right? To be right. working to take over. Mm -hmm. that, that's sort of the point of, mm -hmm. it. of, of what you of what you think. Uh, we yeah. tell everybody all the time, like when you're a line cook, you should be you know trying to master your station. Yeah, exactly. but you're looking to be what is that sous chef doing? And what do exactly. I need to do to get to what yeah. he or she is doing? Yeah. And so um, as long as you have that growth mindset, I think that's going to... I mean, there's some lifers that work the line. Let's be real. Yeah. I've know. worked at a lot of restaurants. True. Like there are. They, that's what they like. True. They just True. don't want that responsibility. True. True. But they're, they show up on time. They do their thing. True. Their prep stunt. True. Like, right? They're, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, know. you know, the truth is, is like, whatever you decide to do, be great at it. Exactly. You know? Perfectly said. Yeah, exactly. like whatever if, it if you want to, exactly. if you want to be a line cook, then be the best line cook. Yeah, if you want to be, a, yeah. you know, if you see that you want to be a um, a chef de cuisine or executive chef, you know, it's multiple names for it. But if that's what you want to do, then be great at your growth as far as like how you're doing it and perceiving and, and pushing through yeah. to get to that. Um, you know, because everyone has their is their niche and what they want. Yeah. I don't want to say, totally. hey, you're a line cook and you're a badass line cook. Yeah. I need you to be a chef. No. Sure. You know, you want to be a line cook. If this is what you want to do, then I, I know that you'll be that representation of what we want and what we need on the line yeah. in order for you to be able to, you know, mentally be able to, you know, handle it, you know, so. And one thing is like working the line at Uchi and mm -hmm. like, you know, fucking TJ Fridays or something, right? It's not <laughs> yeah, even yeah. the same thing. I no, mean, there's a different no. sort of pride of when you leave work, when you come to work, when you tell people where you work. For that sure. was always a big thing for me when I was in the industry. Yes. Like I wanted to work at the best places. Mm -hmm. So. 
because I felt when I tell people where I were, I wasn't like, I <laughs> this is where you were. No, yeah. it's like, this is where I were. I felt pride coming in. Yep. I wanted to do the best. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody did. Like you said, mm-hmm. that energy of everybody wanting to like just succeed elevating. and be the best. Yes. Yeah. Just striving just for awesome. excellence. For yeah, sure. exactly. Um, as well as like, uh, you know, when we're busy here. But not only are you busy, but we have extreme finesse, like whenever you're plating. Totally. And, and, this stuff and, is like, you know, I mean, it, look at how, how totally. and think about, you know, <laughs> serving 70 of those a night, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. You know? so, yes. you know, being that it's, you, you already know it's going to be intense. And yeah. at the end of the day, like we are all, I think, you know, those adrenaline seekers, like we seek for that, that super, super intense um, moment. And once you push through them, as long as you have your team behind you and you have a solid team and, and you know, y'all working together and making it like super, super enjoyable in that sense, um, this is like, you know, our baby. This is what we do. Absolutely. This is like, you know, once at the end of the day and you're pushing out all these plates and you're like, man, we just so served 414 people and like didn't even <laughs> feel that hard. You know, it felt hard. It felt like hard, but sure. it didn't feel like, you know, you know, death on the line. You know, you know what I mean about death on the it's line. All it's all about like prep. Bang, bang, bang. Let's be real. Oh yeah, right. prepping. Prep. You do the hardest. I always heard that uh, you do the hardest work before the guest shows up. For, yeah, mm-hmm. for I mean, sure. Keep it, keep it fresh. Keep it nice and neat. Yeah. Uh, make sure, make sure you're prepped up and you know your backups. Because yeah, uh, exactly. if not, then when you get hit eight o'clock and you you're down to your last quart of onion zoo and you don't know, <laughs> you know that's when that extreme. That's when stuff happens, right? <laughs> yeah. When you got to prep in the middle Ooh. of service and all of a sudden you're back there with yeah. the mandolin doing it's something. It's much different and than And you're watching busy. your station and you're like... You <laughs> and know. you're trying to keep your ticket time below yeah, 30, yeah, yeah. 30 minutes yeah, totally. and you're getting more tickets. Oh, and you just got seven more of those. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, try to keep your, you try to keep away from those moments, sure. definitely, because they, they add to the stress. Yeah. Um, and so um, as long as you keep your mindset on, you know, what the goal is yeah. and what, you know, you're, you're expected to do, essentially... Um, and what the expectation is of what you need on your station, like you talked about, uh, you know, set yourself up for success. Otherwise, it's going to be, you know, set trouble. Set yourself up for success. <laughs> exactly. Now, y'all don't do lunch here, right? So no, it's no. all dinner. It's like 4 to 9.30, I think, something uh, like four that. 4 to 10. 4 to 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just a nice, solid, you know, straightforward service mm-hmm. once a day. The rest of the time, it's just getting ready for that. Getting uh, ready I mean, for it, for that, sure. That's it. Uh, Did you guys ever think about doing lunch or no? Please don't. <laughs> i know what lunch is like please. it's like all of a sudden you're please gonna have a don't. hamburger here i promise you please start don't. doing lunch you're gonna have a hamburger all of a sudden we have a hamburger at ball but please don't okay we're, we're gonna move past that i know <laughs> i get it i get it uh, no thank you lunch was always uh um, you know anyone that's done lunch or brunch you yeah. already oh, know brunch. Oh <laughs> no yes. thank you yes. we're good brunch at this. is uh <laughs> Why do people love brunch so much? I they don't need to. I don't, I don't even know. I haven't even been to a brunch in yeah. I try not to go there because I know like, how. Yeah. You know, I know how it feels to be in the back of the house. So I'm not even going to try to go and you know support that because I it, it is Absolutely. a hard place to be. Brunch is no joke. Um, yeah, you're coming off a Saturday night service. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get up that early to be mm-hmm. you know ready. Yeah. No. 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 For sure. Um, absolutely. No. That, thank that's you. That's crazy. Um, um, <laughs> nope. I, I, I love that so much. What what uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about specifically like a sushi chef mm-hmm. and how that separates from just like a standard kitchen chef, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone that I saw an interview with Tyson Cole kind of going into a little bit. And I, th- I just thought that was fascinating. And yeah, I'd just like to explore that a little bit more with you. So, okay. So here our head sushi chef is Paul Sama. Um, he is definitely um, the mind behind um, our sushi bar and our sushi experience. He and I, we collab on 
you know, different um, ideas, uh, different expectations of the bar, um, and different, different um, you know, flavor profiles and expressions that we would like to do as a company or as a, as a store, um, yeah. or him as his, um, as his own expression. Um, the, the, the main thing is, like when I talked about before, that kind of separates from, you know, what I would call a classical or just a, just a chef um, from a sushi chef would be just the love and the um, the admiration of, of fish, yeah. and um, and just the flavor of it. I mean, no one, people really when you think about fish and you think about you know sushi chefs and you don't realize that there's a there's like seasonals fish um, yeah. and different things like that. Good and point. so and so even within that fish market, even that, with that fish, um, you know, idea, there's like seasonal things that yeah. I've learned like I didn't even know. I mean, he's taught me a lot about. Um, that you can get like just on based on the season, and so um, as a sushi chef, they super super pride in um, you know fish quality, the type of fish that you have, and the yukumi that's served on the fish, um, the different the the style of dango, how how much rice, um, you know um, what what specials are being put on, what crudos, how the flavor profiles, all those things, and how it complements oh. the fish. Everything is always. You know, for a chef like that's just savory oriented, yeah. they're focused on, you know, proteins like, you know, beef, chicken, you know, stuff like that. Sure. As, a, as a sushi chef, you're focused on just mainly fish and the delicacy of it and how it is, you know, represented on the plate yeah. or on, on the piece of uh, dango or something like that. Yeah. Because it is very special um, to not hide the, the quality and the essence of the fish. And so if I guess if I had to separate the two and decide, you know, the difference between would be basically the love of uh, fish and how it's prepared and how it's presented and how, you know, they don't you don't want really the yukumi or any type of seasoning or flavoring to kind of muddle the fish flavor yeah. or the essence of a fish. You want to really highlight the fish and highlight what it is that you're bringing to like whomever's eating it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and the sushi chef. I guess talks to the guests too, right? That's a oh, little yeah. bit different. So I she says too. definitely. That, that so, a... Well, that in, in the truth is, is like in our in our style, um, because it we we're, we're you know Chef Tyson is a sushi chef. He wanted to have the sushi bar experience at every table. So the sushi chef, oh, wow. yeah, the sushi chef like talks to the guests. Like you're basically creating a meal for for yeah. your guests and your 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 team, like whoever you're serving at that moment, uh, based on what you have. You know, and at the sushi bar, you can get a lot of, you know, off-menu type things because, you know, you're reading your guests and you, you have the liberty of, you know, creating something right there in the moment. That's that, pretty cool. Yeah, that someone else may not be able to oh, get. Oh, yeah. Um, Bring it in. Are you good on this one? I, I will. Can I, can I just get oh, yeah. one more? Please, have it all. I'm sorry. This is, like, so Give us a <laughs> delicious. <laughs> I just want to eat. I just want to eat everything. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Okay. Oh, wow. That looks... Ridiculous. Thank you. Really amazing. Oh. <laughs> Go for it. Mm. All righty. Yeah, finish all that. The good thing is, is that, you know, as long it makes as it, some flavors. Yeah, see, it, it sits and so it's starting to marinate inside of that, that zoo, and so it's just going to keep getting better and better. Just, that, that sauce is, or the, the juice is unbelievable. Really. Yeah, that looks ridiculous right there detail right like, yeah. that's that finesse that we're talking about you know I mean, we, we, something that we really pride on um when creating dishes uh you know 
it's a it's our artistic um, expression. Um, I think you know chefs are artists. Totally. To be to be totally honest, you know. I and, agree with that. And when you look at that plate, it's kind of like looking at a canvas, and you're like, ooh. Let's make what can it sexy. I do with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What can mm-hmm. I do with it? And the plates space. are definitely mm-hmm. spatial. Right? Spatial the, awareness is definitely yeah. very important whenever um, plating and in creating a um, plating style. Yeah. For sure. So what we have here is a um, ribeye tataki. Um, it is marinated in a black garlic marinade, uh, fried egg miso foam, goma, which is sesame seeds, a Brussels chimichurri, and a microfero. Mustard fro, sorry. And so this dish is one that I created a, a while back. Um, and I wanted to t- get a, um, a uchi take on, um, you know, the classic uh, steak and egg, yeah. basically. Yeah, okay. And I so, um, you know, I, wow. I basically I wanted to do, that. yeah, you want that, that tataki nice. So I just want a little bit of... Mm-hmm. That, you can grab it and drag it if you want. Is that, is that the best way to... Would you like for me to get you some cheaters? <laughs> <laughs> You got it. I feel like there you I'm go. Doing something wrong, but no, no, you're doing it great. Um, but you know, I, I wanted to create that sure. that <laughs> that steak and egg type of um, feel, but in an uchi flavor. Um, on top is that Brussels chimichurri, and it's and it's and it's um it's marinated in a in in the the deliciousness of the world, which is butter. Uh, <laughs> that brown butter turns everything great. Oh, yeah. um, so you have that Brussels chimichurri on top that kind of gives you that super, super uh, umami creaminess. Um, and then with the, the miso egg foam, um, it kind of gives you that uh, that little subtle fattiness that you need. And the meat literally just melts mm-hmm. in my mouth. Everything's coming together beautifully. I mean, Thank you. my gosh. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. I think this is from the other dish, right? Yeah, you're going to get in there. <laughs> that, that little acidity, mm-hmm. I like acidity on everything. Wow, that is so good. Thank you. That is so good. What What do you think is the? Um, how often do y'all change the menu? Uh, we do a tasting once a month, so we oh, pretty wow. much try to change within seasons. Wow. But once a month we do tasting, um, and we pretty much try to change our uh, specials menu. Yeah. Once Once a month. Once that uh, once your dish is approved, um, then we go into um, you know, switching it out for yeah. um, current specials to the new. Is there something here particularly that people are always just ordering, or is there something you're always running out of, or a particular dish, or something? Uh, you know? We we run through very these the two dishes that you tasted are the ones that we kind of run through a lot of. Okay. Uh, crudo, which are the spe- they both uh, started as a special. So the cool thing about this is is that one anyone can create a special. Love okay, that. so um, even if you're a server, yeah. uh, you can collab with the kitchen. You know, collaboration is a big thing. Wow. Um, and you can create I've never it. heard that before. Never. A server helping yeah, create a, a see? special. That, that, that is, is one of things that, like, those, I love that. those really cool things about the, like, um, Uchi that, you know, some people don't know if you never worked here. Yeah. And it, it kind of separates it from other other restaurants. You totally. know, you can get, like, everyone's like, oh, you only worked at Marriott and you only worked at Uchi. But some I got something from Uji that I don't think that I would have really gotten from other other restaurants. You know, 100%. technique and stuff like that. You know, you can learn technique. I, you know, I went stodge at a lot of places because you know you go in stodge, you get you see that perspective, sure. and you you take it on within yourself, and you go and learn, and you you know you can try out anything here. Um, you know, in our home store. So oh. it, you know, experience is basically what you make of it. Yeah. But you know, when you have when you have the flexibility of making specials. And anyone can really collab on those specials. 
even as a line cook making specials from whenever I first Love started that. and trying to learn, you know, the, the culture of what Uchi was, what Japanese cuisine is, um, you know, I didn't really have that much backing on it. And so um, being able to like create specials and being that able to try, limit, right? yeah, being able it, to yeah. collab with, you know, chefs like, you know, Chef Junior, Chef Alex, uh, Chef uh, Kyle, you know, the ones that came through that was very yeah. impactful in my growth and my Chef Joe Zucoli, super, super impactful, wow. um, you know, for, for me and my growth as far as like the culinary expression and, and how flavors work together and stuff like that. Uh, being able to go through that process um, each month, you know, trial, you know, trying it out. Oh, nope, it didn't work out. Okay, cool. We'll that's move how it you to get the, there, right? Yeah, that's yeah. how, you know, you learn by your mistakes. And yeah. so um, being that we have this special process every single month, um, you can you can definitely get to a place to where you will fine tune all your tune your 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 um your skills, yeah. um, and then from specials like say for instance these two they started out in specials then they they pretty much were transferred over to the core menu so if it's something that's like super super fan favorite yeah. we move it over to our core menu so that everybody can like pretty much awesome. um, enjoy it all the time sure. and so you want to make sure it's like uh, some type of ingredient that kind of can last all year long and stuff like that and you're like our yeah. core menu also changes often too yeah. or within um, a certain time seasonal times um, but um, it's, it's super super um, you know just impactful yeah. whenever you can create a dish and come in and you can bring your family in and you can say, oh yeah, it's on the spec page, but it, it got passed to go to core. Yeah, you know, that's so. like a different type of feeling, especially when you're a line cook, you know, most times, you know, the menu, the menu. Yeah, the menu is based on, you know, the chef that's, 100%. that's running the place. And yeah. so, you know, to be able to have a full expression of our house basically, and um, you know, and let everybody um, enjoy that. I think part that's of that culture something. you were talking about earlier, right? Yeah. Talk about creating that culture, which is honestly in this day and age with the way restaurants are right now, you know, with COVID and the pandemic and lockdowns and the restaurant industry and the service industry is going through some changes. You know, people are leaving the industry. Oh, yeah. Right? And oh, yeah. Some are coming to it, but more are leaving mm-hmm. than anything. Um, and if you're not creating good work environment and a good culture and people aren't just you know you're going to be struggling yeah to quality of life work. is definitely priority for people now yeah and we're exactly. you know we've we've it experienced it which which yes i you know so what, was what made me hate this this industry for a while right I, it's a, it's a love and hate sort mm-hmm. of relationship you can have with this um because it because of that and yeah exactly yeah yep. just like life balance um you know we work a lot of hours number one yep. and we work it's pretty intense whenever you're working. So whenever you're off, you know, you got to have that first day of sleep, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and then the next day is kind of running errands and hanging out with family and friends, Um, you know, and then, you know, finding some time for yourself. Um, I like to wake up early. That's one of my things. I wake up early so I can have a lot of time, like for myself to do my little routine, meditate, walk, you know, all those things. Because if you don't have that, you're going to feel like you're just coming to work, going home, coming to work, going home. And I think that's what's happens really, to a lot of people. Right. And that is the thing that's kind of um, making it to where people are like leaving the industry because they don't have that balance yeah. and they're not understanding what it's going to take to actually gain that balance. The long term. For right, sure. To stay in it long term. To stay in this long term and to be able to, you know. To burn out. Yeah. To prevent that burnout. Um, because it's a big it problem is, in this industry, right? Yeah. It is definitely an industry of burnout. And I mean, I think you, you kind of associate it to, you, you wonder, okay, so you have these extreme athletes, they're going out and they're playing games you know however many times a year and that's pretty it's pretty impactful it's pretty stressful it's pretty you know 
how do they do it? You know, well, they yeah. do get paid a lot more money yeah. than, than most people. But, you know, aside from that, what is making them do it? And it has to be like they have to have that balance and that and that um, perspective of like, you know, the long term of it. Um, and what the passion is, for being the passion. number one. I've yeah, the passion a for being gold medalist. Uh, yeah. That's what they said. It's the passion for striving for that excellence. Yeah. I want and to if, be if the best that, in the world. Yeah, that's if you work what here. A crazy goal to yeah. be like, I want to be the best in the world. Wow. In the world. That's a big world. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, I wish I could think like that. Right? I want like, to be yeah. the best on my block. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, but but yeah, like we, we strive to be the best restaurant in Dallas, you know, because we got, you want to keep it, you know, within our within our realm, be the best restaurant in the world and stuff like sure. that. You, gotta, you know, be be very realistic in, in like your goals, but then also be realistic in what it's going to take and the work that it's going to take to actually get to those. And if you, you understand that and you understand what it takes to, to get to that, that area of excellence, I think that's what is, you know, separating, you know, people who are kind of leaving the industry sure. to people who are staying in the industry and just of course going at it, you know? Yeah. Because absolutely. I mean, we all feel the same way. We all sure. felt it. We all have, 100%. you know, thought about it you yes. know but what is it that kind of keeps me coming back and i know what's about to happen you know and i think for me it's just that strive for excellence and to want to be you know the best chef that i can be for myself uh for the the cooks and chefs that i have underneath me and you know and just the industry in itself you know and how i can be a, a positive representation of um what the next wave of this industry is going to look like so oh my gosh amazing talking to you honestly hearing this uh really it's great to hear um because I'm all about generational leadership, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, what, what you do passes on to the next generation of yep. leaders yep. in the industry and how that's going to be. And I've, I remember interviewing this one guy in Austin, Brandon Cash, owns Unbelievable. Anyone who's listening that's from Austin knows that guy's heard about him. Even Chef Tyson knows who this guy is. Um, very, and I interviewed him. I just, you know, that's what I told him. I said, man, he just was in the news for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that, that's what disappoints me about you, that guy so much was that he, he had no clue about that idea of generational leadership. It's like, what you're doing is your manager see it and go, that's cool. That's what I can do when I have my place. All right. That's what I can do. That's how I can be. No, man. You, you see what I'm saying? You're, you don't understand the domino effect you're having by you acting yeah. this way or doing what you you're know, a parent stuff. of the industry essentially absolutely you know more like, people need to understand that. yeah because if you don't think so then i think um it that type of thought keeps you know if you don't understand that you know that you are very impactful as far as like where the next you know wave or the Some next percent. generation of, of chefs are going to represent yeah. um then it's kind of it, it, you kind of like are disconnected with you know, re- I don't want to say reality because it's not really reality, but you're just kind of disconnected with, you know, the what it takes, like the norm of everything, or sure. the norm of life. Like yeah. if you, because as a ch- your children, you understand your, you know, whatever you're teaching your child, whatever things that you're instilling in them, that's gonna that's gonna live with them until they realize either it's 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 okay and it's something that I want to continue, or it's something like those generational curses that people always talk about that they have to unlearn. And so what you don't want to yeah. do, you know, and yeah. you don't want to be that chef that's caused, you know, people to have to unlearn bad habits. You want to at least be someone that's like super positive and impactful to where, you know, it's going to evolve the culinary industry and it's going to take us to that next level that we all didn't think that we can get to. And the only way we're going to get there is if we continue to positively, you know, impact it. And that you do that within your own store and within your own leadership yeah. expression for yeah. sure. Wow. Which is so lucky to have you. No, uh, really, I gotta say that. Uh, I'm lucky to have to have stumbled upon Uchi. That's awesome. Um, I, mean, awesome. I love that. I, honestly, anyone I've ever met that works mm-hmm. with Uchi loves it. Um, yeah, 
has nothing but mad respect for the yeah. place and the way it works. And there's just very few places like that. Yeah. It's just the reality mm-hmm. of it, you know? Yeah, and I mean, and it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of dedication and it takes a lot of, uh, you, you know, care. care, you, you know, care. all those things. And, you know, you got to... You know, just like uh, at home and whenever you're with your family, y'all go through those growing pains. You sure. Know? Sometimes you're mad, at, you're mad at your brother yeah. because, you know, he pissed you off in some way. Or, you know, you're mad at your mom. You know, she didn't she didn't give you your allowance that you thought you were supposed to get. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, all those things happen within a house. And, you know, you have to be realistic of the fact that it's going to happen wherever you go. It's just the way that you respond to it and you react to it is going to be the really true impactful thing. And I think as a company... Um, we have definitely grown and definitely stood up to the changes of the industry and what that really awesome. expresses. And y'all are trailblazing in a lot of ways. Re- really, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, that's re- that's the reality of things. I think a lot of restaurants probably look at y'all mm-hmm. how to do things. This is what we should do, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in Austin, mm-hmm. I know that that mm-hmm. was the case with Uchi. And, yes, yes. Um, you know, Austin's a much smaller city than Dallas is in that sense. There's a lot of great restaurants, great food there. But it's a smaller community than, than the mm-hmm. Dallas food community. Which shows a true both. impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It shows the true impact of the company. I mean, once you start to spread out and stuff, you know, when you're in a larger city, it's really hard to like, you know, be as impactful as you yeah. are in your home in your home city. But being in that home city and how impactful Uchi is and how it how it kind of changed and, and brought a different insight on the culinary scene there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, really speaks to like what it is, you know, yeah. regardless if it kind of gets washed out in big cities because it's just so many restaurants here sure. in big cities. Um, but that culture and that, that presence is still there no matter what. 100%. Um, and so that, that is, that's what keeps most all of us here. That's been here for 10, 10 years. Awesome. I've been here for six years. I mean, that's honestly you know, very rare for restaurants. Right. Real. Right. That is super and this rare. is not just like back at house chefs. We're yeah. talking about also like front of house, front of house has been here for 12 years, you know, wow. 17 years type Crazy. numbers. And you're looking like, okay, well, what, what, are, you know, cool. That's no, Damn. that's amazing. You know, I mean, so, really, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and you, blows yeah. me away and i think people you know if you don't have that you know if you do decide to leave i think you know you get that you get that real um you know life like kicker whenever you're like oh well you know i guess Uchi isn't not that bad because everywhere we go we're gonna have some type of problem well of course yeah you know? exactly like, yeah gra- you know I, sometimes I you don't that. know what you have till it's gone yeah, sort of thing. Know, yeah. yeah exactly you don't know what you have until it's gone or the grass is not always greener for some people may it may be greener sure. but if, if if excellence is what you want you know i think we're you're in a good spot if you're working here yeah i mean 100 percent. look at everything we've had mm-hmm. you know, i'm about mm-hmm. to jump in get in there yeah. um okay i think um we're gonna start our um little trivia no (laughs) (laughs) or we could discuss your potential new lunch menu no i'm kidding no 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 No. i mean no no thank you yeah i remember working at a small plates place it was uh it was steam pass place some more i don't know if you were right there Mm -hmm. um it was off of ross anyway um we we did uh eastern mediterranean indian and spanish tapas Mm. We started, we didn't do lunch. Mm-hmm. We started doing lunch. I'm telling you, we had to start serving a burger. I've never seen everyone get so mad at the plate. It was like, we're not serving a burger. Yeah, we're not and serving that, a burger. And George Majdalani, shout out to George, <laughs> business partner Stevens, was like, we got to serve a burger. Yeah, too we, many people asking for <laughs> too it. Many people, too many people that's asking right. for a you burger. Know, in our, in our, in our uh, setting, we have we have Uchiba. It's like an Izakaya style. You can go upstairs and get your burger. There you and, go. You know, exactly. it's, it's still like the Uchi you know, flavor, you the Uchi, Uchi for, uh, flavor profile. It's so delicious. Good. You know, it's all those things you want to get in a burger, but you can go on upstairs for that. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. How long is the 
Uchi Bob and Uptown? Uh, for about two years, two and a half years, almost. Yeah. Um, been been open, going going well, doing doing really what nice. What does that seat up there? Um, it's so, like as in um. Like how many does it? Uh, like about three hundred, two hundred sixty. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. About two sixty, I believe, two ten, something like that. Holy cow! I was Co- not expecting you to yeah, say that. Yeah, considering the um the um, are you done with these? Just sit a little bit to the side. I don't want to be. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. That is, this is wow. so good. Okay. I just can't melt in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Um, now, this one I can uh, enjoy with you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else I have to, like, you know, just allow you to enjoy. Yeah, that's vegetarian, true. You're so. vegetarian now. So you, mm. you moved up to from vegan. To yeah. Vegan. What What is the, why? Or what, 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 like, so, what brought you to that? Um, you know, after I said, like, that after I, after I was veg- vegan, um, I kind of, I, I still had to learn flavor, the flavor profile of what sure. Uchi represented so that I can be able to understand it and actually create dishes. And sure. Stuff. So I had to start to eat meat. And so I ate meat for probably about the first six months to a year. Um, and then off and on after that, that first year. Wow. Um, and then now I'm totally vegetarian. I really like butter a lot, if I'm honest, and yeah. and desserts, uh, cream and cookies and yeah, stuff. You can't, can't get Although you can make them vegetarian and stuff. I mean, uh, vegan, vegan. Not but, the um, same. Definitely not the same. Um, definitely something that uh, we we you know you can't really take from from a uh, from that. So what, what are these? Do any of these like food fads and stuff that come up? Right? Like, does it ever affect y'all in the way y'all create dishes? Do you just not even worry about that stuff. We don't worry like, about that. I we focus that. on what Uchi represents, that's and that's, cool. right. that's pretty much our focus. Everything else is. Let's do that, right? Let, let, yeah. Let's work on this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Work on that so because, many other because, things because the thing is, is like um, Tyson's vision, vision, which is something that's super that I've held super, super dear, and you know, and shout out to Chef Tyson for for his creation of, of this thought, and that is creating the perfect bite um, and hitting all the flavor senses in your mouth. And then taking that next step to take it to that umami flavoring. Yeah. And so because of that, you know, you, you're gonna you're gonna taste something. You're gonna say, mm, you know, and then you want to you know get that next bite in. Yeah. And so if we if we continue to create dishes that that do that, whatever's going on outside of us really Don't doesn't matter. even matter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that because that can cripple menus and restaurants yeah because you're trying to shift to other things and then you don't you don't really understand like what your your base is and what your representation is great way to put it um you know yeah no you're lame not not no you're lame that that's not a good way to say it but (laughs) Um, that came out wrong (laughs) it came out so aggressive i didn't mean (laughs) i didn't mean it that aggressive i promise but it's kind of like people you know you have to know and be comfortable with who you are and you know, and the truth is, is that it evolves over the years. And so, if you look at Uji at the beginning to Uji now, it's evolved um, as far as like um, the representation of, of what we're doing, but the flavor or the the idea and the flavor of it, and the components and the, the ingredients and different things like that. That has been, you know, that's our core. That's our base from from the very beginning. Yes, we're we're doing um, you know, a little bit more like a um, fusions and variations of flavors, not just like specifically. Um, you know, Japanese is like within the whole Asian um, umbrella of it. Like we, we have different types of, 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 okay. of, of combinations. Um, the miso foam, like that, that's like a, a, a the one that you have the beef. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like a variety of, of, of different, um, like a steak and egg. That's more American type. Sure. But expressed in a very, um, I see what you're saying. You know, the filter of that. I, I used mm-hmm. to do that with Spanish food with my food truck because I serve Spanish food. But then I started to 
blended into because I'm half Mexican, mm-hmm. so I started bringing some of my Mexican right mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. sort of do some tacos. Yeah, like Spanish yeah. don't eat tacos. Yeah, so but I, I learned have, that. Know, I yeah. learned that. I was like, yeah. okay. Well, no, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, Spanish oh. Spanish food is like I lived in Spain for years. It's like um, it's like Italian food. It's like yeah. French food. Yeah. It's really yeah. the, the yeah. same style mm-hmm. of, of mm-hmm. just good. You know, speaking of very similarity, very similar to the Japanese style of just fresh ingredient. You know, Spain fresh, is all about the very simple. Mm-hmm. plating everything is so simply served in spain mm-hmm. but it's just the freshest best mm-hmm. of it you mm-hmm. know whatever it is mm-hmm. they just cut it give mm-hmm. it to you whatever mm-hmm. it is like there's no mm-hmm. no alterations yeah, yeah, no yeah. add-ons nothing, fancy, no, yeah. nothing, nothing that it's just everything plain is, jane everything is plain delicious. jane and just served but it, it's yeah. the essence of that thing yeah. you know and i think that's what another thing that we that you know the um japanese style cooking and like the culture of that the fresh ingredients, the fresh totally. fish. It's that, yes. that fresh word is just thrown 100%. everywhere. And so that is like one of the biggest things that um, that keeps and separates um, awesome. that style from, yeah. not that everything, like every other style of cooking is not using fresh ingredients, but the way that it represents, like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of types of cook, cooking kind of, you know, um, oh, like, like a lot of spice or a lot of seasonings yes. or, you know, kind of, you know, yes, compliments to the actual protein or whatever you're serving. But whenever you're first tasting it, you're first tasting that that spice. And that is what, you know, like an Indian style cooking, you know, that is something that is like prevalent, right? Yeah. For them, which is which is okay because because that style cooking for me is like delicious, too, because I'm tasting the essence of those the spices, which is very, you know, very like special to to that culture. And so um, that is that is that representation. But then when you have something that's like a fresh representation, like the fish and you're you're having that fish and it's just a fresh piece of just sliced off, yeah, off the bone crazy. and yeah, you're just yeah. going to taste it and it melts in your mouth. Um, that is the same feeling that you get like, well, wow. this is I am like experiencing that culture and, and it's the most fierce form. And so I think that's that's, awesome. that, that's that what's that's what like makes different styles of um, cuisines like very great. Like yeah. very memorable. The culture that comes the with it. The culture that comes with it. But yeah, then I think cool. it, it takes it to that next elevation. We're talking about the growth of a culinary. Whenever you confuse those two things, like 100%. different styles, and then you're 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 in, you're marrying like two different cultures together yeah. and creating this new thing that no one's ever experienced before. And that's how you take that next wave to to kind of like you know keep it separate. But then also when you have that that merge, it's just like wow, that mm-hmm. next like elevation of it. That's so awesome. it's like super super cool. Oh, that's awesome! I love that. And the right, more so. the more uh, cultures that come to Texas, which there's a lot, you can get almost any style of food. Yeah, like so, Houston, Dallas, mm-hmm. it, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. uh, what you can get. Uh, but when you experience just, those, when you get those, you know, you can have that that spice heaviness with the freshness. Yeah. But then how to balance those two things out, or totally. have that super super comforting, as in like the Southern cooking, yeah. and then you have that that super comforting flavor, which is what I tried to basically on that ribeye tataki merge three different cultures in in one: the the freshness of the um, the Brussels chimichurri, then the 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 very um, soothing comfort of um, the ribeye and the marinade, yeah. and then that the the super like miso heavy, you know. Uh, spice forward, not really spice forward, but flavor forward sure. uh, of the miso. Um, so you kind of have all three kind of married in together, like in a, in a very comforting, fresh it was. dish. It <laughs> was, man, I'm telling you. So okay, this is our most popular This is uh, the most popular dessert? dessert. Yeah, okay. this is the one. It's our fried milk um, is what we call it. Um, so you have, yeah. so you have a blondie crumble, 
uh, fried pastry um, cream, milk ice cream, chocolate twill, chocolate fudge, and a chocolate ganache. So this is chocolate, 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 chocolate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but the idea would be just like with all of our dishes, you know, I'm sure you've gone to Uchi's before, but you try to crack that because I like to get, you know. You I've only to... been here once to eat. Oh, well. At the Austin one, I, I went. Ah, uh, okay. But, but well, yeah, maybe you'll come back some more. Uh, but so I didn't you get... live here for the longest time. Just ah, here. you just yeah. moved back. Yeah, so I was now in we Austin know forever. what we're seeing you from. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. From now on. <laughs> so you grab a little bit of that crumble, grab some of that, that ganache, kind of get some of that. Nice little fudge. Yeah, let me get in here. Oh, you got all the fudge on. Right, yep. Okay, okay. I, I had her put this way so I could. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. Take it out. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Of course, that would happen. <laughs> Oh my! I'm glad that happened to you and not to me. <laughs> yep, lucky me. I love I it. Knew Come it. on, when that happens at the table, people lose it. They have to love that. Well, uh, you've had a few drinks. You know, you're full. You get, you know. Oh shit! All oh, right, so <laughs> you're supposed God. to kind of break. I like to break mine because I don't want to have multiple bites. Go slow. But go in easy. Cause uh, yep, oh right. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, you know they made them right when that when that oh, happens, right? You know it's ready, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I believe no. we can we can skip the trivia for that one. That was. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we gotta do a few trivia. Okay, like how is that? <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, that's good to me. I'm actually not a big dessert person. Mm. I don't actually order dessert a lot, or mm. I only eat it like people bring it. Mm -hmm. This is a good one. My nephew, it's he comes delicious. in. I think that's why I don't eat dessert too much because mm -hmm. I actually really do like dessert, mm. but I will mm -mm. To eat get too much, much of that it. sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, it's so gross. But yeah, my nephew comes in and he'll say, "Nanny, I just want the milk." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get some food." First. Okay, what in the back are people? There, there's always some sort of prep that, that's done in the kitchen that's mm -hmm. laid out, and you do, servers are coming by grabbing it. Oh, it's that blonde crumble. It's the crumble. Okay. My goodness. You know okay, there's so. something. Before Just to they, hold you over. Right? Before they they um, they put in the Roboku and break it down, it's a big sheet cookie basically, oh, and it okay. has a thrust electric chocolate in it. Oh my and man, God. if it's when it's it. oh when it's soft, I I always tell them, could y'all make sure y'all do this before I come in, because you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna get some quality check. Quality check. <laughs> quality check. And but in your position, it's I need actually a quality true. Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I stay away from that. Okay, look, let's jump into a little oh, bit of man. trivia here. We got this. Um, All right. This is no problem. You got this. This is easy. Easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. From what country does the dish sushi originate? Come again. <laughs> Can I get a lifeline? Papa. <laughs> I call a, call a friend. Papa, uh, I need you. <laughs> no, it's an easy one. From what country does sushi originate? Oh, Japanese. Japan. Japan. There you go. There you go. What do you know? What the word sushi means itself? Mm. The meaning of sushi. I'm supposed to know this. I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm probably, I know probably am. I, I don't know. <laughs> probably I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> yep. Next. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell our audience here. So, I thought this was fascinating. I didn't know. I, 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 had, I had zero idea. The word consists of two characters. Sue, Sue. meaning longevity. Longevity? Oh, my God. Long- longevity? Longevity? Can longevity. I, longevity. Oh, oh I'm like, can I see God. the word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I see can it? I need to read it because yeah. I'm not sure what you're saying. <laughs> Trust me. I didn't know what I was saying. Longevity. 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 Yes. It's longevity. Yeah, longevity. <laughs> okay, God. Delete. Delete this. And she meaning director or official. So I guess, I guess that's weird. Director, uh, official longevity. Okay. Sushi. There you go. Now I know. That's it. That's it. I guess, yeah, I should have known that, but I I, I, I appreciate that. Um, The dish, this dish is savory and has vegetable and meat toppings. Sometimes it is garnished with mayonnaise and fish flakes. It looks like a pizza. Do you know what it is? I would have to say that... Potentially would be the okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki. Yep, that's it. I'm not saying it right, but yeah. That's it. Watch. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say it first because I'm reading here. I was like, oh, God, I, I hope I don't have to say this. <laughs> I couldn't even say longevity. Uh, no, it's okay. No, that's it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're crushing this. Oh, man. This Japanese <clears throat> snack is a crunchy rice cracker that comes in many flavors. I don't know if that's too broad or not. It comes in uh, numerous flavors, including wasabi, shoyu, sesame, shrimp, and seaweed. It's like the ultimate Japanese snack food. So you may not know. I mean, it's not something y'all are serving here. You know, just like it's yeah. Japanese. Uh, um, um, probably like their version of Cheez-Its or something. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard anybody say that? Okay. Oh, Sembe? Have you ever heard that word Oh, Sembe. No. Never heard that before. No. Obviously, I need to get up on my my, my trivia. Well, yeah. that's sort of like... That's, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty, uh, <laughs> that's pretty hard one. Um, Maguro is sushi made from which fish? I have options. Tuna, white bait, salmon, or cod? That'll be a tuna. Yeah, crushing these. Which of these terms... Okay, there's only three more left. Okay. Let me quick. Which of these terms refers to a variety of wonderful Japanese rice seasonings that come in a variety of interesting flavors? Have options. Okay. Sakana. I hope I'm saying these right too. Sakana, furikake, mm-hmm. omikami, boken. Furikake. That's it. Oh, furikake. so that's how you say. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sprinkle shake. I mm-hmm. guess it's some. Uh, oh, I have seen that. I've bought mm-hmm. that. Like rice seasoning. Yeah, yeah. I've I've mm-hmm. bought that. So I have seaweed in it and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Sesame. Yeah, sesame. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, okay, sukiyaki is the most. Yeah, okay, the way you said it is the most mm-hmm. well-known example of a nabe mono. Um, a little pot thing mm-hmm. uh, where all the meal is cooked at the table in a communal pot. Which of the following is not a nabe mono? Um, I have options. Shabu shabu, chirinabe, yakitori, misutaki. I would go with the yakitori misutaki. That's correct. Yakitori. Because yep. yakitori is a grill. So. Oh, okay. That was, that was easy. <laughs> I'm, glad it was, I'm glad to say yakitori. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two more. Two more. Uh, masago is what? Did I ask that? Oh. Uh, no. I have, I have um, options. Tuna, yellowtail, salmon roe, or smelt eggs? I believe it's salmon roe. No, smelt eggs. It is smelt eggs. Ah. That is correct. Yeah, what does smelt mean? I don't even know what that word means. Yeah. Like, I smelt something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, one more. Uh, this is the last one. Let's just make this the last one. Okay, which of the following sushi items is served co- cooked? Oh, man. Gotta give me these words, man. Ama, Ama Ibi, Maguro, Toro, or Kani? Ama Ibi. Wait, uh, well, okay, so Ama Ibi we, we serve with the cooked head, but oh. the, the extra shrimp is, is, is raw, so I'll go with the last one. Kani? Kani. That's correct. Gosh, I didn't even know this stuff. Great job. <laughs> really, yeah, you did a great ding, job. Ding, ding. Oh, I think you only missed one, right? Well, <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Great job. Wow. Um, mm. You did You did really well. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. Look, normally I'm asking, like, musicians and authors, and mm-hmm. they're just like, ah. I don't know. <laughs> they like, don't know any food stuff. They're just like, ah, I have zero. Well, they're like, what? what is, uh, I don't know, something about cheese or something. You know, mm-hmm. it would just be something random. They're just like, how am I supposed to know that? Yeah. Like, hey, I, it's I, trivia. I don't know. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, God, trivia, I can't even think. I don't even know. <laughs> Most people do get a little nervous, <laughs> yeah. but once we're in it, they're they're. Like I was in SAT or no, taking a... Some says I'm like, oh god, that was not. I mean, for this. I will be reporting your score to. Uh, I almost spit water. Upper. <laughs> oh man, that's no, no. funny. Um, okay, let's see. Um, oh, real quick, I wanted to tell you about something, uh, mm-hmm. and for a whole audience too, but especially the staff here. Um, we are hosting mm-hmm. Lone Star Plate Podcast is hosting a service industry night um, at uh, Hyena's De- mm-hmm. uh, Comedy Club. October 28th. It's a Thursday. Now, I know everybody works, but some people might be off and may want to come. We're giving away a load of stuff. Yeah. Cash. Dope. You know, gift cards, uh, prizes. Do you mind if I... Yeah, of course. And I'll send you... Oh, I'll send you uh, some information about it, but tell your staff to come. We'll do. It's for people. We we want people... um, We want to support the service industry. So Mm -hmm. all of our events moving forward are like this. Mm -hmm. That's what they're for. For the service industry and restaurant industry to come and get some stuff mm-hmm. you know walk out so mm-hmm. it's free to get in it's not oh, nice. it's free there's no chart we're, oh, we're, we're we're taking care of everything um and we're doing trivia oh it's head-to-head trivia up, oh, that's, up that's on the good. stage oh that's pretty sweet All yeah right. and rounds go, right so you, you know <laughs> uh you know your winner comes and next come round, in next right? round yeah, 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 exactly. all the winners come yeah, back yeah. and you kind of do like a second round oh that's gonna be really it's cool. gonna be so <clears> much fun yeah. i'm super excited to 28th 28th um yeah i'll send you the information I bring it up on every podcast. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're, we're you know we're trying to promote it. We got a lot of sponsors, mm-hmm. so we got a ton of people just giving us stuff to give out. Oh yeah! Once we let them know what we're doing, and right. and we're hoping to grow. This is our first one, so mm-hmm. we're hoping to just get Do grow it. this bigger, nice, bigger, nice. Bigger, take yeah. care of this industry because you know that I love so much. Yeah, because we you know. To give back, to give that give, give back is, is is everything. All so. I want to do, man. Mm-hmm. So all I want to do Thank is help uh, help okay. out this this industry. Mm-hmm. You know, Thank it you means so much to me. I. I I feel like I'm still in it, mm-hmm. sort of. I mean, you know, you're in it in a different way. I'm in it in a different in way. You're pioneering different things. I can't things get away for from it. it. Yeah, I, I, I love yeah, the industry like that, so much. That, that intensity yeah. of it. You There's know? no. Where else am I going to go? What mm-hmm. else am I going to do? If the podcast wasn't about this. I, not that I talk about food all the time on the podcast, but I don't know what else I would do if, yeah. it, if we weren't still somehow connected. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know anything mm-hmm. else really, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, yes, like um, really excited about that. So please, I'll send you the information. You can let everyone know whoever we'll wants to come. It's just free Thank stuff. Thank you for People that. Just literally getting free stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to laugh and have fun. Yeah. And sort of just, um, th- this one I'm also telling people, we're just going to sort of poke fun at our own industry. Yeah, too. yeah. And we're going to be telling like, jokes. We're going to be poking yeah. fun at ourselves, That's having a good time. That's yeah. how we all are in this industry. So it's a great night for that. I did, we didn't want to do a typical service industry night, which is usually just 
cheap drinks somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah, all it is. Yeah, is a yeah. service no, industry. No, making it active. That's Th- gonna this really, is a thing. Yeah, you know, you can come and get step. something, and mm-hmm. you know, and you can win prizes. And I thought, know, what that. would I want to go to if yep. I worked it? Because mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of like a company party or a company like exactly. You know, something like and that. there's people coming <laughs> that aren't in the industry, but they just want to come support you. Mm-hmm. They want to mm-hmm. come give you stuff. You know, yeah. just, just clap you on. Hey, great job. You know, look through the pandemic and everything. It's been you know super stressful for you guys. You guys have done so much. I know you guys have been through a lot and. I know there's a lot of people out there that want to find a way to say thank you, you know, mm-hmm. for staying open. And thank you so much. Making sure mm-hmm. people still get food. Still have their anniversary spots and, you know, exactly. still have their birthday spots. And so that's something that we, yep. we really want to give to, we give to people for so Absolutely. that's, that's really important. That's, that's, uh, that's 100% true. Um, okay. Um, that's it. Is there anything I didn't, I didn't mention? Um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put in the link, you know, and obviously in our description, we'll put the links for the restaurant, the hours and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I do a separate intro. I'll bring all that. Uh, stuff up um okay. anything um i don't know anything no. we need to cover everything yeah okay cool thank you, thank you um guys. no this was awesome really mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy this we have a bunch of restaurants lined up that we're going to be doing this for mm-hmm. and we were waiting we were waiting to do this uh, originally mm-hmm. um yeah obviously with the pandemic we started doing everything through zoom yeah we had yeah. no choice yeah. right we had to adapt like mm-hmm. everybody uh but now that things are little folks yeah. sort of opening up we're, we're trying to get out and highlight yeah. You know, these great places, great chefs, doing great things. So, thank, thank you, you so much, much for the time. I don't know. We really do appreciate it. This was awesome. So, and now it's time for my favorite part of the show the end credits. This is everyone responsible for making the show happen. Executive producer, Sebastian Sauerborn. Podcast manager, Nevena Ponovich. Marketing manager, Caroline Grape. Video and audio editors, Danilo Vojnov and Pavel Sebastianovich. Thumbnail designer, Marko Vukovic. Social media manager, Ursa Rusman. Guest outreach, Corey Menciez. Designing image quotes, Jay Apuya. Social media videos, Labri Fernandez. Outreach support, Yonet Del Mundo. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, go to thelonestarplay.com. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Until next time.